0: I'm Desk of Lady Ada. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another Desk of Lady Ada. It's me, Lady Ada. This is my desk. i got a little bit of Korean bibimbap on me. Uh, delicious dinner. Time to check out what's going on on my desk. Uh, I thought we would do a sample Sunday, mostly because I'm drowning in a pile of samples, and I kind of promised uh, the purchasing team I'd get through some of them. So uh, let's check out some of the cool samples that are on my desk. Um, so first, actually, first, before we go to the samples, um, let's um, find out what is hidden in Tan Newt Scott's lead developer of CircuitPython uh, GitHub repo. Um, he's made a really cool um, build for the DVI Feather. So you go to the overhead real fast. This is the DVI Feather. This is the one without the silkscreen. Most of them have silkscreen text. So it's our RP2040 Feather and uh, eight GPIOs are connected to the DVI HDMI port here. Uh, you can control uh, a display from it. And we've got um, Arduino library called PicoDVI. Um, that's an arduino version that Phil B. Uh, Paint Your Dragon, did for Arduino. But, like, everyone's like, hey, you know, Arduino is cool and everything, but what if you could control an output to display from CircuitPython? And it turns out that if you are, like, sneaky and you dig into uh, Scott's GitHub repo, you'll find that he has a build that has a display. So maybe go back to me, main me. I don't know if that's possible. Um, oh, cool. So it's it's reflecting the green, so it's a little bit weird. But um, this is the Ripple for um, CircuitPython, and that's running off uh, this HDMI monitor I've got here, and the DVI connector is just plugged into the back. And this... Uh, You can even see down here it says Feather RP24 DVI with uh, RP2040. Only thing is, this is like really, really early. So, like, I tried running like Turtle Graphics and it doesn't know about the graphical frame buffer, it just has the REPL output. But it's an excellent start. Um, So, for folks who are like, hey, uh, or also I could have gotten it wrong, but um, for folks who want to play with displaying, you know, monitor, HDMI, projector output, um, we'll have that for CircuitPython really soon. Okay. So um, next up, uh, let's check out some other samples. So I've also got here, uh, somebody recommended these for me. These are um, CNC encoders. So they're rotary encoders and on the back there are uh, terminal blocks for power, ground, A and B. And then um, it just acts like a normal like gray code rotary encoder, uh, but it's got this like cool handle and it's like kind of neat, you can go like this. Um, so this comes in silver. It also comes in black. It's got a nice, I don't know if you can hear that, but it's like a little uh, clicky, uh, rubby sound. And then I also got a larger version. Um, the larger one did come in black. Um, but I actually don't like it as much. It's a little bit too big. So I think I'm just going to stock the the smaller one. You can see the bigger one. I mean, like, it's cool and everything, but it's like, yeah, maybe it's because my hands are too small, but I'm like, ah, it's so big. I don't know. And um, the motion doesn't feel as nice as uh, the small one. So, you know, that's how it goes. Like, half the, about half the samples I get, I don't end up uh, stocking. Okay, um, so next, uh, let's go to overhead real fast. Hold on. And I'll show up some more things. Um so next up I've got some cool conductive fabrics. Well hold on. Let me make a little bit of room. Let me unplug this DVI feather because we've we've shown it off. And I'm gonna move move on with other things. Okay, sorry. Sorry for the jiggling. Okay. So uh next up this is conductive fabric. So um I got a couple different ones, and I think this is like silver coat. So this is a weave, uh, which means it's not very stretchy. It like, doesn't stretch at all in the X and Y. It does stretch a little bit in the um, diagonal directions because it's like a square weave. Um, so this is a conductive woven fabric. And then this is a conductive knit fabric. I actually really like this conductive knit fabric. So this is like stretchy in all directions and it's very soft uh, and it's made with like silver coated thread um you know eventually it does oxidize but for like many projects it does it will last many years so good for um you know lots of uh wearable projects or like projects where you um don't need to pass a lot of current or you want to do capacitive touch especially um on a soft surface um so you know we're doing like a toy hacking and stuff so this might be good for capacitive touch like you touch the toy Um, So you don't have, like, a big copper wire or something. So um, some kind of neat material stuff. I'm a big fan of conductive materials. I agree. Um, Next up, I've got... You can see this is kind of an old sample. Um, This was at the bottom of my pile. So this is the TMAG 5273. Um, So this is a uh, 3D magnetometer. And then maybe when... Mr. Lady, I can, can flip over. I uh, flip to my computer. Okay. So um, this is a uh, linear Hall effect sensor with I squared C. It's actually kind of similar to a sensor we have right now called the TLV. Actually, I'll show it really fast. It's called the TLV four ninety three. This is by not by TI. I don't remember who makes this. Maybe I don't remember. Um so the TLB forty nine four nine three. Uh so this is a also a magnetometer, three axis magnetometer, um with I squared C and it looks like this is kind of like a competing product. Came out pretty recently, 2021. Um, so I got the samples a year ago. Um two versions, one with uh 40 millitesla, one with one thirty three millitesla. So two different ranges. Um what I do like is that it has a dedicated I squared C uh I interrupt pin IRQ pin the other one doesn't the IRQ pin is like shared with the SDA pin which is like kind of weird um but it's like you know a a very general purpose like you wanted it's, it's meant for um 3D joysticks type things where you use a magnet to detect um XYZ of the joystick um but it can also be used for like general magnetometer purposes so you know the low range one um could be used for like earth Uh, magnetometer measurements and the high range one would be better for like actual magnets because the magnetic field is much stronger. Um, So I did uh, put together, whoops, this is different. I did put together a quick uh, breakout for this one. Um, And I just used the TLV uh, 493 PCB and I kind of pulled everything off. So you can see like some of the old silkscreen is the pretty pin silkscreen from the old version and then I just like deleted stuff that wasn't used and then routed out another interrupt pin. Um, But this chip is available. So I thought like, I mean, I got the sample, but then like I couldn't get it for a bit. Um, So this is, this will be fun to put together. I always have little magnetometer samples, um, mostly because I can't, a lot of magnetometers got discontinued um, over the chip shortage. And so like, I'm kind of always looking for um, having many options available so I'm not stuck with like the MLX series or the list series um, both of whom are, are hard to get okay and then we'll go to the last samples the last sample is on the overhead again if, if you can flip over um, so this is uh, kind of interesting and then we'll go great into the great search after I've shown this off so this is a this is what a normal character LCD looks like um, and we sell these they tend to have uh, 16 pins um, it's a four pin digital plus a read and write latch and a select latch. So you need like six IO pins or output pins to control these character LCDs. They're very popular, but um, six pins is a lot of pins these days. I mean, who has six pins in this economy? Um, so instead, I got some samples of um, these I squared C versions. So this uses, um, this is like the HD like 87740 or something. And this is the, I think AIP-83 something something, A363 or whatever. Um, Very similar look, this has the same look, but instead of having um, separate pins for, you know, clock, latch, data, you could just use I squared C. So you can see here, SDA, you know, this is clock. Um, You can also use SPI if you want, because it is a write only, so you can like write data. And then power and ground, and so this is a, a, a this chip. The AIP is kind of a well-known chip, and so I found a driver um, online. I'll, sh- I'll sh- when I flip back, we'll show it. It's the uh, uh, Arduino c- Liquid Crystal Wired, and so I, you know sometimes I get samples, and I'm going to write my own library because I want to make sure it works with Circuit Python and it works with our hardware and everything. But um, while you know, before I do that, just to get a, a sample up and running, I'll often just look. Does anyone have any? Example library code, and this one's actually really good. So it shows um, scrolling, and uh, text moving, and uh, custom animations, a custom uh, a character. So you'll see that heart is a custom character. Um, so this worked out really well. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to get a version that you know this has um, header pins, and that's cool and all, but it would be great if I had a StemEQT port, because then you can just plug it right in. Uh, and these are very inexpensive, is another nice thing. So, um, you won't have to have a separate PCB. I wouldn't have to do any, you know, uh, soldering. It would just come ready to go plug in. So, um, that's all my samples. I got through a bunch today. So, let's go on to the great search. The great search brought to you by Digikey and Adafruit. Every single week Lady Ada is a private engineer to help you you find the things you need on Digikey.com Lady Ada. What in the world are you trying to find on Digikey.com this week? Okay, this week um, we're going to uh, locate some character LCDs that have alternative interfaces. So, uh, since we're going to slice the video let's go to the overhead and I'll explain my current state. Um, So this is a very standard character LCD display. It has a uh, blue backlight and then white characters that shine through it's a negative polarity uh, display and this uses um, the parallel interface so you have uh, in addition to power and ground you have um, select and a right latch enable pin and then use either four or eight io pins so basically you need at least six io pins and some people use you you can use up to like nine io pins uh and that's a lot of io pins most people don't want to spend that many pins especially if you have uh, low-cost Mac controllers that don't have a lot of GPIO, why waste it on an LCD? Um, so this is a sample that I got um, that has a SPI or I2C interface. And then I realized um, these are actually you know fairly popular and there are a lot of options. So the place I got that only had blue and white, um, the trade-off is the backlight has to be on and this is not daylight readable. Uh, but I thought I'd show how on DigiKey you can get almost like any configuration you want of character LCDs, including I2C or SPI interface. So let's go to my computers. Um, So when I first looked up uh, character, um, watch out. There's two categories. One is LED uh, character and numeric, which I accidentally went to first. But what's nice is when you go down and you look at the image, you're like, wait, this is, you know, LED. This is not character LCD so LED works by um, you see there's one LED for every segment and it literally like blasts light through to light up that segment whereas with character LCDs um, instead of LEDs what they do is they have you know an 8x5 dot matrix and the um, liquid crystal turns on or off to let the backlight through or if it's transflective it reflects light back into your eye so Different uses, you know. People are like, when should I use LED versus LCD? Um, you know, LED is going to be a is a lot more is a lot faster update, and it's going to look um, a lot. It's it's d- kind of daylight readable and night readable. Um, but you know, it adds up fast. And also, if you don't need as many characters, um, LED is good, especially if you only have to show like two or three digits. But if you're going to show like text, especially other languages and stuff, um, character LCDs is where it's at. So let's go back and select the correct category okay so lots of options and you'll notice there's um, there's a lot of different varieties there are character LCDs like these and if you remember a long time ago we covered an I squared C to LCD converter chip this is a raw LCD um, so you would not You don't write it with I2C or even parallel. You actually have to, like, toggle all the I.O. pins very, very fast. Usually you have a controller driver chip to do that. Some microcontrollers have a built-in LCD driver, but, like, it's a very specific thing. And uh, I think we did a show a few months ago, maybe a year or two ago, where I showed, like, hey, you can manually control it with a GPIO on any microcontroller, but it doesn't look very good. You get ghosting, um, and it's hard to to keep up. So, really, you want... um, Microcontroller that supports it, but uh, there are also lots of character LCDs like this, where um, you see you have a, a smaller number of pins and it's like a module and there's like this metal plate that goes around the LCD and this ca- has the controller as well for you and then again gives you um, I squared C or SPI or parallel. So if you go over um, here, you can see the different interfaces. So if you see dash, that means there's no like there's no controller. You're like you have to toggle the pins. Parallel is again that kind of standard um, display. But then you see oh we got like serial and I squared C. So a lot of um, varieties there. Let's pare down what's available to see what we can get to. So first off, I'm going to look to only for active. And then let's just also only look at stuff in stock. Um. Okay, so again, some of these are manual drive. I don't want those. I want uh, only ones that have i squared C. Let's say, so I'm going to select all these and then Option click i squared C over here, and then we've got 75 options. So lots of options here. Um, so not surprising, New Haven is like a, a big seller of these. Um, some of these have an RGB backlight. And you'll notice a couple, there's like two basic types of LCDs. There's the ones that are negative polarizing. And these have kind of like a cool look because the backlight is the color of the text. And then the background is like a dark blue or black. And and they look, I mean, they're very striking looking. Um, But they, again, are not very daylight readable. If you want daylight readable ones, ironically, you want to get ones that have black Text, and especially if they say transflective, Um, I think, yeah, the transflective ones rather than the passive ones are the ones that look best in daylight. You also wanna check the data sheet. People always ask me like, what kind of LCDs are best for daylight? So definitely don't get the negative polarity ones, get the positive. Second, um, you can get them with different color backlights. Now you're gonna pay more if you want an RGB backlight, like this one but what's cool is you can actually do color mixing to get like you know any shade and it could be nice if you want to like i use RGB backlight for our testers because people don't always read the text but if it's like flashing red they're like "Uh oh something went wrong whereas it's a nice green color means go um so even though i don't use all the colors you know sometimes i have the stick if it's in the middle of programming i'll make it orange or blue and then green or red on success or fail um so there's a couple Different types here. There's, um, this is like a slim type, which is, I think, very cute, and I like the little mounting tabs. Um, there's also ones that are FPC mount. Um, this is kind of like a classic original style. Um, all of them, by the way, will have uh, LED backlights. Um, the old, the old style used to have, um, electroluminescent panel and they were extremely loud and very power consuming. Now it's LED, which means you can often PWM the backlight as well. There's also OLED versions. Um, they're more expensive, but they like look really cool. Uh, Cause again, they have that nice glowing look and, and they do uh, look better during daylight, um, but they're a little bit more expensive. Um, they also come in like, you, know, you can get four by four by 20 is kind of the largest you're going to get four characters by four rows. By 20 characters, um, but you can get like 2 by 8, um, 10 by 4. You'll get anything almost less than that. It's just that 40 by uh, 20 by 4 is the largest of the classic LCD um, configurations. If you want something bigger, you're gonna probably go with a TFT display. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of options here. Um, another thing to watch for is. Um, these days, almost all LCDs run from 3 or 5 volts, but some of the older uh, chipsets only run off of 5. And so if you are using a modern microcontroller, um, check the voltage supply to see. Like, it's not guaranteed. Like this one, for example, you see it's like a 5 volt only. Um, it's an old style. You know, like this is like yellow background. is very old style. Um, and then some of the modern ones only run from 3.3, not 3 to 5. So it's, it's not guaranteed that you're going to get um, 3 volt or 5 volt compatibility. Do, do take a look to see what it is. Oh, yeah, IAP, that was the one that um, the sample I was using, which is very cool. Um, so, in fact, I think that this is going to be, this is pin compatible, uh, sorry, code compatible. This is going to be my pick. Um, I like this because um, it's got the transfective display, cool white background. I squared C uses the chipset that I've already got code for Um, black text on white. So this one's really good. And then let's see also sort by quantity available. Yeah, this one's really good. And then this one, these are both two that I think would be really, really sweet, very nice looking. So these are my picks for the great search. And that's Great Search. I thought it Where in the world is that part I need? The Great Search with DJ Key. Okay, Lady Ada. That's our show for tonight. I know. Okay, we got through a lot. Zip through. Yep, lots of so samples. Lots of good things come out. Lots of designs. So we're gonna, we all, you saw, we did a whole bunch of designs and I got yeah. to get some samples. Uh, so we get both checked the things into the shop. Oh, I did I missed one sample, but you know what? I'll get to it next week I'm show sure the, the mini camera. Sample, sample, sample. It's okay. Alright, thanks so much all everybody. Right, Shows everybody. are all going on this week. Stay tuned to the socials. We got lots of fun and surprises coming out. Bye everybody.